Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class. A short Bible study, only about 13 minutes or so every single day of the week, seven days a week. That gets us into God's Word, even though it's just for a short period of time. But a lot of people, they think, well, I don't have time to get into God's Word regularly. Do you have 13 minutes each day? You can fit that into your busy work schedule, can't you? Driving to work in the morning, coming home from work in the evening, listening to it during your break time at work, or maybe taking a break from your chores at home, we can fit 13 minutes in just about every day. And that's important because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. So we need to be in God's Word regularly, consistently to be strong in our faith. Now, we encourage you, share these short studies with everybody you can, because you know people in your life, undoubtedly, who need to grow in their faith, and they need to come closer to God. They need to think about their soul's salvation. Share through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means with your family members, your friends, your work associates, your neighbors, with every single person you can every day. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven. So make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We've been talking this line of thought and study about the devil's favorite sermons, the sermons the devil really likes. And if you have not been with us in this study up to this point, you might be scratching your head a little bit and saying, what? I didn't think the devil liked sermons at all. I didn't think he liked preaching at all. Well, he likes sermons that contradict God's word because those kinds of teachings will lead people away from God. They'll lead people to think they're okay when they're not okay spiritually. The devil likes anything that contradicts the true teachings of God's word. We've talked about that. We've talked about sound doctrine as the scriptures portray it over and over again in, in, God, in the Bible. And that simply means true teachings. Doctrine simply means, means teaching. And so when we're talking about sound doctrine, we're talking about true teaching, the true teachings of God's word. The devil wants to pull us away from that. And so he wants, he wants us to listen to or to in our minds, he wants us to kind of cloud the issues, so to speak. He wants to kind of, uh, you know, blind us to the truth. Now, he doesn't mind if we call ourselves Christians. He doesn't mind if we believe in God and in Christ just so we don't follow them correctly, just so we don't live correctly by their teachings. Jesus said, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Free from what? Free from the condemnation of sin, which is eternal condemnation in hell. And he said on the night of his betrayal, praying to the Father, sanctify them by your truth. Your word is truth, John 12 and verse 48. Jesus said that we would be judged by his words uh, I'm, I'm sorry, that was John 17, 17. He said that we will be judged by his words or his teachings, John 12 and verse 48. Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 1 and, and uh, verses 22 and 23 that we 
our pure our souls are purified as we obey the truth of God's word that we're born again spiritually by the word of God so the devil doesn't mind if we are in the word or we hear we hear preaching we hear sermons as long as they don't really teach the full truth of God's word if the preachers are twisting what the word says, or if they're leaving out part of it, or if they're adding things to God's word. Well, yeah, as long as that that teaching, that preaching, those sermons are leading us astray, devil's fine with that. That's a good sermon to him. He does not like the sermons that really stay true to God's word and guide us in God's will and faithfulness to God. But anything that digresses from that kind of a path, (laughs) devil likes those sermons. Devil also likes weak preaching. He likes weak preaching. You see, weak preaching leads to a lack of conversions. Remember what the Apostle Paul emphasized to Timothy as he was writing 2 Timothy, and Paul was facing what appeared to be imminent execution. He told Timothy, in fact, he he was emphatic in, in how he charged him. He said, I charge you, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead and his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and teaching. Now, a lot of that kind of preaching you don't hear from a whole lot of preachers a whole lot of the time. He goes on and says, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine or true teaching, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap for themselves teachers. In other words, they're going to find teachers who will scratch their ears for them and make them feel good in the way that they're living their lives, even if it is not according to God's word. They will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. And the prophet Isaiah wrote about that reality exactly in Isaiah chapter 30, verses 8 through 11. But you know, if people will just, oh, they'll just be wishy-washy. It's kind of milk-toast sermons. It's just, you know, oh, just feel good. Uh, just feel good. God loves you, and, and Jesus loves you, and just bask in that love but they don't call for any kind of action, any real kind of action other than just feel good and, oh, and, and, and just, just thank God and, and, and pray some prayer that, that they call a sinner's prayer that's not even in the scriptures at all. That's not gospel preaching. A non-gospel preacher cannot bring people to Christ, cannot bring them to salvation when they delete the power of the sermon. The gospel of Christ is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And in Romans chapter 1 and verse 16, the apostle Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes for the Jew first and also for the Greek. The message of the gospel has God's saving power embedded within it. The Hebrews writer says in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12 that the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. 
and it it's it's like a mirror that we can look look into and we can examine our spiritual lives and say am i really living by god's will by his instruction by his word but we have to look into that and self examination is can be painful and the devil doesn't want us to look too closely oh he didn't mind if we read just so we don't really understand accurately and make the real committed applications to our lives to live by it correctly. It's tragic for lost souls who desperately need to hear the gospel to leave a meeting or worship service without knowing that they're lost because they've been made feel good in their lost condition. They've not been told how to be saved. The souls of men are at stake. And gospel preaching, straightforward preaching and teaching of God's word, instructing the difference between sin and righteousness, between disobedience and obedience, is what God has designed within his word to lead us to salvation. In 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 21, Paul wrote this, For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom, its own wisdom, did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. Preachers have a responsibility to teach God's truth. And sometimes that truth needs to be very pointed in saying, if you're living in this way, you're living sinfully and in an ungodly way, and you need to repent of that and come to God through Jesus Christ for forgiveness and salvation, being baptized into Christ so the blood that he shed on the cross can cleanse you of the guilt of your sins. Oh, my. But a whole lot of preachers don't preach a whole lot of that kind of preaching. And the devil likes it that they don't. Weak preaching cannot lead people to salvation through Jesus Christ because it's weak preaching. It's not strong in the word. It bothers me when I hear a preaching, a sermon that only contains three or four verses of scripture or so, and then just tells a lot of stories trying to illustrate what those are saying. How are those listening going to really grow in their faith when they're hearing so little instruction from Scripture? Because they're hearing so few Scriptures being taught. I heard a preacher, saw him on TV just recently, and he talked about, you know, he smiled and he said, some preachers, they preach about the dangers of sin, and I'm paraphrasing the basis of what he was saying, and how if you're living in sin, you're going to go to hell, and you're going to be condemned for eternity, and, and oh, it sounds negative. And then he said, you need to learn the love of God. Now, talk about milk toast, wishy-washy, surface-level preaching? God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son on that cross that whoever believes in him 
should not perish but have everlasting life. Sin is so awful that God demonstrates his love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Romans chapter 5 and verse 8, how bad is sin if we are living in sin? The wages of sin is death. Romans 6 and verse 23. Revelation chapter 21 and verse 8 describes a lake of fire in which the sinful, unrepentant sinful will spend eternity. All of that is God's word. If all you talk about is how much God loves you and just bask in God's love, but you don't tell the people how to respond to God's love in repentance and, for, and obedience, you're not going to lead them to salvation. You're not going to lead them to heaven. Weak preaching causes weak faith. Weak faith. And we need to learn that particular principle and stay away from that kind of preaching. But the devil loves weak preaching. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to recognize our need to know your word in depth and in detail so that we can know your will for our life. And Father, please defeat weak preaching. Please defeat preachers who teach false doctrine because souls are hanging in jeopardy, the souls of those who are listening to them. Guide us in your truth, Father, please, we pray. And Father, please forgive us of our sins. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.